Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Welcome, welcome all. It is the latest bonus episode of the Real Flakes Podcast. We haven't done one of these in a while, and uh, if you told me earlier that we'd be doing one in February of all months, then I would have told you you're fucking crazy, but here we are. Uh, A couple of good movies came out this weekend, and we're going to talk about the one that didn't get its own episode. So, Josh and I are here, and Josh, what are we talking about today, for those who are blind and cannot read the episode title? We're talking about the Lego Batman movie. Is that what it's called? Yes. It's a weird title. It's a great it's title. It's direct, and it's to the point, but it's just like... Lego ba- oh, yeah, Lego Batman movie. Hmm. Um, it's, so it's let's, like, just, it's let's just like dive in. Title, it's like yeah. the title of all those spoof movies, except it's actually a good spoof. This movie premiered in Dublin. <laughs> That's weird. I mean... Cool. U2 and all that good stuff, but, you know, whatever. Um, let's just, let's dive right in. So, initial thoughts on Lego Batman. Movie. The. Lego Batman movie. The. Okay. Okay, so, um, first thing, I missed the first, like, five minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened during those five I walked in when they were having the big fight at the beginning. Because my theater said one fifteen on Pandago, and then I got there, and it was actually 1 o'clock. Huh. So, there's that, but whatever. Um, but yeah, you actually did of... miss some funny stuff. Did I? Like, okay. they, did a, they did a whole uh, Dark Knight kind of thing, oh, and he, like, riffed on the logos. It was, like, it was kind of like... Yeah, uh, someone's, someone said there was something, like, silence before. There was, like, he talks before the logos like, show up. Or black. Every, every great <laughs> movie starts with a black screen. Logos, Warner Bros. Who's that? DC Comics, the house that Batman built. And then he talked about like Rat Pack, and he's like, I don't know them. And it's, I was like, good. Let's not give Brett Ratner his due. That prick. Um, no, it was you didn't really. It, it, you missed a few jokes. I don't think your your liking the movie is going to be impacted by that. But anyways. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyways, I thought it was great. I th- I don't think it's as good as the Lego movie, which to me is, like, one of the best animated movies in a really long time. But it's really good. It's awesome. I enjoyed the hell out of this thing. Um, it's really funny. Um, and it does justice to all of Batman lore, uh, in, like, the last however many years of Batman movies there have been. Um, and there's so many, there's so many references to a lot of different things. Um, and it has a fun story. I like the characters they used in it. The cast is perfect, especially Michael Sarah, who is a gift to us all. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's just, and the animation looks great. Um, yeah, I thought it was fun. I, I, it's, it's an awesome Batman movie. Honestly, this is my favorite Batman movie since The Dark Knight. <laughs> like, at least theatrically released ones. Hmm. Um, this is my least favorite, uh, Batman movies since the Dark Knight. Not out of, like, spite or anything like that. It just, there's, I don't, I like a lot of other 
Well, actually, there uh, there is one animated movie that was like okay, but for the most part, it's I think it's pretty. It's kind of lower on the list, and I'm just kind of I've just been sort of racking racking around. This movie's been sort of racking my brain, trying to like figure it out or whatever where it fits into Batman for me because like it is this is a. This is, again, like, you know, Batman's been done a million times, and this is, like, the million and one, you know? it's It really is nothing like anything that's come before it, but it does strike a similar tone to something like the old TV series and even Batman and Robin, where it is it is much more lighthearted and it doesn't have... It's got, it's got more of comedy on its mind than drama, and I don't really... I see the comedic bat side of Batman as a compliment, like a complimentary, like it, it, sort of complimentary rather than part of the mythos. Because I just think, in general, Batman is you know he's my he's probably my favorite character overall. Um, at least he's he's at least in the top five. But I just see him. I can only see him through a dramatic context as something I can take seriously as a piece of you know, whether it's fiction or art or just whatever, or storytelling. As much as I love things like uh, the the old TV series and uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, you know, as much as those, you know, tickle my fancy, uh, I do compartmentalize a little bit where I do kind of put them, put, put things that are intentionally funny kind of off to the side. Because to me, Batman is a serious character who's dealing with and who's confronting serious issues. So, um for that reason, I'm not crazy about it. I mean, this movie is is basically written for people. It's made for people like me who, you know, the the animated series was one of the first things I ever saw. I remember seeing in a creative sense, and I watched the '89 movie all the time as a kid. So this is kind of in my wheelhouse, but at the same time, it it just doesn't live up to, and it doesn't stand next to the more adult, I guess, interpretations of Batman. And that's that's okay. It's it's doing its own thing. I'm, I'm not saying it's I don't think it's better or worse than something like The Dark Knight Rises, for instance. It just it just doesn't appeal to me. I think I think you would probably have the same I have the same relationship to this as you probably would to like um what's that? Like Star Wars the Clone Wars kind of? Like that isn't it, do you like that? I can't remember. What the Clone Wars? The T V show, yeah. The which one? The one that's like made specifically for kids, not Rebels. But like I, okay, but okay, overall, like I guess that's kind of is that sort of that's kind of how you feel about Star Wars things that are made just directly squarely for children, right? Well, well, I mean, Clone Wars isn't neither. Neither of the shows are just for kids. But I'm anyway. thinking of, I'm thinking of something. There's something Star know. like you Lego mean the, Star Wars, the, Le- the Lego Star Wars show that's on on like like Disney XD or Lego Disney Channel or whatever. Yeah, just like little specials they do. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch them, but I'm sure they're fine. Yeah, like that's your relationship with them. Like you move them off to the side. Right? I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't really pay much attention to them. But I mean, I acknowledge they exist. Right. Yes. Because um, I mean, no matter what, whatever franchise it is, whether it's you know for me it's like Bond or Batman or for you Star Wars or yeah. Apes movies, like you know there are it. It isn't all. It's not all supposed to be the same, and just by that, yeah. there's just some things that you like. I actually, I think good. I think a good comparison for me would be Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts. Mm, okay, I can see that. Just for me personally, I mean, I know you loved it. I thought it was good, but mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's not. It's not Harry Potter, but. right? 
Um, but I, I, I appreciate it for what it is. Right. Um, and I guess we can turn this into a bigger conversation about the Lego movie and that sort of universe that it's created. Um, I, I saw that movie. I didn't, I never, I never got around to seeing it in the theaters, but I did see it on, on home media. And, um, I just think it's, I think it's okay. I think it's one of those things where, honestly, I think it would be the Lego series overall, I think would be better off as a TV show than it, than it would be a movie. Um, not because it's not, you know, it's not smart or just intelligent entertainment. I just don't think that these stories in general, I don't think that this kind of universe lends itself to a feature length, I guess. Like, I, to me, especially with the Lego Batman, I think the, the first 30, 40 minutes, maybe like, you know, 45, 50 minutes or something like that are very, very strong. They're exactly what I was hoping this movie would be, and this goes for the same the same for the Lego movie. I just think towards the end this it like tries to become a movie instead of just a almost like a farce I guess or like a sketch or just this re- this comedic reimagining where I just think both both of those movies, the third act and how it kind of wraps up and how it deals with its story just doesn't really come together for me and I felt it with this one where at some at one point I was just sort of. I wasn't waiting waiting for it to end, but I just I kind of gotten what I came for in, in in a sense, and you know that's I think for kids especially I think they'll be okay with it, and it's a very accessible thing for for kids to watch. But for an adult who and I I love animation, Kubo and the Two Strings, my fifth favorite movie last year or something like that. But just this whole style isn't just isn't for me, and I I understand why it's successful. I'm not. I'm not questioning its relevancy, but it's just—it's not—it's just not something I'm going to be able to get into. I don't think so. Um, how does so talk talk me through uh, what's going on with you? Are you? I know you like the Lego Movie. How does this compare? Well, like I mean, I think Lego Movie is leaps and bounds a be- uh, better than this, just because. Um, um, it's that movie. Maybe it's a little more because of expectations versus what we got mm-hmm. in that case. Whereas this one, I was just, I was ready to go the second it was announced. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because that movie, I mean, I heard about it and I was like, all right, what is this Lego movie? And then trailer comes out. I'm like, oh, this actually looks really fun. And I saw it and I was blown away. Um, but and I, I just feel like that movie's so, and it's it's Lord Miller. That's a lot to do with it. I mean, they're they're the guys are geniuses. They know what they're doing. Um, they're some of the funniest, smartest writers that are working in Hollywood. Um, so I mean I feel like that maybe that was a little missing from this that um, cleverness it, it was still it's still a clever movie in the way it's you know written in the comedy um, but it just doesn't have that same level um, and it's not as big I guess you could say it's it doesn't hit as many it doesn't check as many boxes um, and but that's not that's not a bad thing it's just it's not the Lego Movie and that's it's not trying to be the Lego Movie and that's totally fine it's just. I prefer the Lego movie because it just made me laugh more. I care a little bit more about the characters in that one. Um, whereas this one, it's just, it takes one of those characters and it does a lot with him. Will Arnett is amazing as Batman. Um, and it just continues what we loved about him in that movie and brings us more of that Batman stuff into this Lego world. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I love them both. Just, I love one a lot more and I love them both in different ways. So, mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about this movie's and just I guess the Lego movie overall, its sense of humor. 
it is it's kind of it's really nothing i've ever seen it's it, it's bits and it's pieces frantic. of things i've seen for it's it's i think frenetic is a better is is a better term it feels like this movie it feels like a normal movie got it's like, on red bull got no more i think more got so got like struck by lightning it's just everything is at a big pace and it's at a fast pace and i think that's what's weak about it because um, one of the things, especially, especially with animation and just overall in movies that I've been paying a lot of attention to recently is, uh, production design. And I know this is like animated, so it's, it's more so just the animation style, but this movie just never slows down in to like, kind of let me as an audience member, and this is something I like to do, just sort of take it in, you know, like Kubo, I had Kubo, for instance, the last animated movie that I really loved, um, it, it breathed a lot. Like there was a lot of just silences and just and big wide shots that sort of showed you how showed you this environment, I guess. And this movie, it's it, it has these big shots and everything, and the, the it shows you the world, but it's only for a couple of seconds. And maybe yeah, that's fine in like in the Lego Movie, for instance, because I just that's it's just a place, but. I think uh, when you bring Batman into the fray, then I I take a lot more notice because Batman is only as strong as Gotham City is, you know, and just it never had that. Oh, I'm this is this is this version of Gotham City. It just felt like he it's Batman just in this 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 random place that you know it's called Gotham City, but it just never it never has that kind of um, it never feels like it belong it it's set in Gotham City. It just feels like it's it could be said anywhere else, and that's that's important to me. It's not not to a lot of people, but I like Gotham City is, is a character of its own, and this movie sort of just brushed it brush it aside to 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 get to the jokes. And speaking of the jokes, just the they were in a good and bad way, just relentless. Like yeah. this, this movie was like it was like a prize fight almost. Just every time, like it's a prize fight against Mayweather or Pacquiao or something like that, and this is the first time you've boxed. They just they they come at you fast and quickly, and as soon as you process and can take in one hit, you got another one right on top of it. And yeah, it, it definitely gives me incentive to go back with you know and rent the rent or buy the movie and go through with you know uh, every basically every scene change. You could put it on pause and find a couple of things that the animators had stuck in the background and everything like that. But I do I like to have a full experience in a movie and. Um, sometimes, I don't know, you may be different, but I found myself getting distracted from the story to focus on the, on the stuff in the background. Do you get that at all? I can see that, but it doesn't bother me just cause it's like, I like that it's so, not so busy, but there's so many rapid fire jokes and so many rapid fire, like references in the background and stuff mm-hmm. that like, it gives you that wanting to go back and watch it again and pick up on things you didn't get before. Like I like I love when movies do things like that. Um, so it's not a problem for me, but I can kind of see where you're coming from. Yeah, I just I, f- I just I almost I just feel sometimes like this the story is in this movie especially Lego Movie less so because it was it really was its own thing and it was very clear with what it was doing. It's it's creating basically like that movie just it's it's just the childlike it's a representation of like just how what it feels like to create something out of nothing basically and i love that about like movie i think it's its theme was great but with this one the theme was just it wasn't as immediate so i were, i really didn't 
I really wasn't as interested as I was in sort of trying to catch glimpses at, you know, the world around it, I suppose. Um, so just from, as far as animation, what I'm trying to say is, like, as far as animation goes, I just don't, I don't like this style. I much prefer Pixar or Laika or, I mean, actually, a movie that I can compare this a lot to is Sausage Party. And <laughs> not, in, not in that kind of way, but it is, <laughs> it is, that movie is... You know, it is kind of a mile a minute with jokes and and references, but um, I just think that that fed into the. I, I guess that wasn't really as interested in telling a story with like big themes and characters, um, big character arcs as it was with uh, being a joke machine. Batman, Lego Batman, kind of tried to have it both ways, so there was just naturally kind of a war between. Well, do I pay attention to the story or do I pay attention to the animation and the jokes and it just and I just kind of never got comfortable and I never got into a groove of just of deciding what this movie was so um so as far as Batman goes and I mean it's the animation standard for Batman for me is just it's so high like I there's only the only ones the only Batman animated movies I'd like less than this are some of the more recent more recent stuff, but like Gotham Knight, which is great. Killing Joke, I enjoy. It's uh, Ben Mr. Freeze, Sub Zero, Under the Red Hood, Dark Knight Returns, Mask of the Phantasm, uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Like, I think all of that is on the animation front. Like, some of Batman's best stuff is in, in animation. So, and it's some of his best told stories, even. Um, but, real quick, how does this kind of stack up with your Batman uh, film preferences? Um, I think it's pr- probably in my top five favorite Batman movies. If I'm being completely honest, I mean, if you count, if you I count, watched... um, Batman the what's it called, the Dark Knight Returns. I kind of count that as one movie because there's two parts. Yeah, yeah. So do I. Um, I'd say I put the Dark Knight, Batman Begins, and then Dark Knight Returns, um, over this, and then I, then probably Mask of the Phantasm, and then this. I think. Okay. It's, have you seen Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker? No. It's very cool. It's or that, and I, I think you would enjoy that and Under the Red Hood. Those are two of the two of the stronger ones. The rest, you know, Gotham Knights yeah. kind of cool because it's like vignettes uh, and it's like yeah. different. It's like ten minute sequences of like different filmmaking styles and like. It's I've, just, seen, I've I've seen a lot of the animated ones. I haven't. I Under the Red Hood's the one I really want to see. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. very strong, and. Um, so any and do you have any general any more general thoughts just about like we'll get into like performances and all that kind of more details but any other kind of overarching thoughts on the idea of the Lego Batman movie and its execution? No I I mean not really. I mean I just it made me want to see more um Lego movies. I mean I'm I'm excited for that Lego Ninjago movie that I didn't give a crap about before but that looks really funny now. Mm-hmm. Um so it just it made it satisfied my Lego appetite, and I, I, I now you can stop eating real Legos because that yeah, like it was so. your doctor was just like, dude, your <laughs> poops are gonna be so painful. Um, yeah. All right, well let's talk about the voice cast then. So Will Arnett reprised his role from the first Lego Movie, and it seems like a weird thing to ask, but we'll ask anyways. How does he stack up as a Batman? As a as a Batman voice? Honestly, he's one of the best Batman ever like 
the, he's for what that for the type of Batman he's playing and how he plays it, he's pretty perfect. Yeah, I mean, he kills it. Um, as I mean, in terms of stacking up against others, I mean, my favorite Batman is still Christian Bale, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm I mean, a, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm a George Clooney guy, so I you know he doesn't oh, like it there. Stop it! No, uh, <laughs> no Michael Keaton's my favorite. Kind of, he's pre- he's pretty much my favorite, but I like I love Christian Bale, but Kevin Conroy he kind of takes the cake for me. So no matter what, I was just like, okay, he'll Will Arnett will be fine. But um, there are some other. Uh, I guess you you haven't seen the Red Hood, but Bruce Greenwood is actually is yeah. a pretty good Batman. Um, and then yeah, and the rest are just uh, Kevin did, Conroy. Did so I think Pete, he's okay. Peter Weller was okay. No, yeah, yeah, he was he was strong. Yeah. He was he was pretty good. Uh, but at that point, why not just get Conroy? Because he sounds like an he can sound like an old Batman so easily. Uh, that's one of my gripes of Dark Knight Returns. Oh well. Um, <laughs> but Arnett, yeah, he's like like you said, you said it, you hit the nail on the head. He is for that type of Batman. He is as he's as good as you can get. He's commits to it. The the voice fits the um, the character just as well as any other Batman has. Uh, but again, a, a lot of these things, it's like, it is sort of hitting you over. It's kind of doing the same joke every time, in a way. It's just this quick kind of either pop culture reference or just this innocent, like, um, sort of off the wall, like little little joke. It's uh, I'd love to t- I'd love to get uh, like watch an interview with the writers just to see how they came to this sort of style, which is because I find it I do find it interesting, but. Um, Otherwise, get, I was gonna say I was really disappointed by Zach Galifianakis as the Joker. I I thought he was great. I just he, they didn't use him enough. No, he just like the voice. Just overall, he just he didn't really go for anything. He just sound sounded congested. But was he better than Jared Leto? I mean, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's like it's not even a contest, but just like. There's almost two directions you can go when you're playing the Joker. It's either you, um, you go creepy or showy, basically. Like you go creepy or you go like uh, exuberant or whatever. So like Ledger's creepy, um, Leto goes for the creepy. Mark Hamill is like big and showy. Um, who's the guy from the who, whatever his name was from Dark Knight Returns? He goes to the more like. Uh, creepy and subtle and subdued or whatever, but this one just felt like it's just, funny. It, it, I don't. It just it didn't really commit to anything. It was just it was right in the middle. It just sounded like a guy talking. Like if you if you play that for me, if you just played anything, nothing that has to do with Batman. Like he, he just a piece of dialogue that doesn't mention Batman. You played it for me a hundred times, and I could not I could not guess what what established character this is supposed to be. You know, and I, I mean, there's, and there's been some pretty bad jokers, jokers out there, just like, but, um, yeah, this one, this one just didn't, it didn't commit, it just sort of sat in the middle of either, on one end of the spectrum is Heath Ledger, and on the other end is, uh, Cesar Romero, or something like that, and just, this one was squarely at 50%, and I, I really didn't care for it, uh, one way or the other, but, what about, what about Galifianakis did you like? I just thought he did a really good job, I thought it was funny, um. I thought that whole I mean, really more it was more the character, mm-hmm. um, just the way he had that like you you need me because we hate each other that whole thing that was fun, um, 
and I thought he did a good job with it. I just, I, I just, I, he did a really good job mm-hmm. being that goofball. Um, he's this kind of sympathetic loser, but he's evil, and it. I don't know. He, I thought he was great. Okay, but the scene stealer is obviously Michael Sarah. Yes, it's not even a contest. Like his, he was. I think he was born to be a voice actor in a Lego movie because he just he completely owns the sort of the wide-eyed innocence of the whole thing of you know of this that this universe is created and as Robin it just it fits it fits absolutely perfectly and I just I can't say enough good things about uh, about him as Robin if he if he didn't look so awkward and bony I would want him to play the real Robin but fortunately you can't have uh, you can't always get what you want but. Um, yeah, he was he he just nailed it. He nailed it, hundred percent. Totally satisfied. Did you have a favorite like moment or quirk about his Robin? Oh my god! Like like everything he does, <laughs> everything he says and does. Yeah. Um. Uh, off the top of my head, no. Just I loved everything about him. He's so he's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> he's so great. He's so yeah. funny. One of my uh, I think what. One of my favorite jokes, and this is completely designed as a for parents or adults or whatever joke, is um, when Robin introduces himself uh, to Batman very early on. After Batman shoots the kids with a merch gun, which is great. Yeah. Um, where he's like, hi, my name's, my name's Richard Grayson, but the, the other kids here call me Dick. And Batman's like, oh, kids can be so cruel. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's a penis. Um, but... Uh, yeah, that just that's kind of that's kind of what they're what they're going for. It's just they're kind of it's lame. It's it's again it's lampooning the whole idea of Batman. You, you were you saw the whole the tribute part, right? Where they did they had Batman in all the poses. Yes, like the famous movie poses. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was very fun. Um, that was the that that the one where Alfred's like that face from 2016 and 2012 and 2008 and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they showed yeah, everything. Yeah, that, that was amazing. <laughs> I especially thought it was interesting the um the the Bane mix up is how they had the the appearance of comic book you know that Big was Bird great Bane. and they had they had Tom Hardy's voice type thing <laughs> yeah the voice Bane that was that was great that was, that was awesome okay. um Mr Freeze also got a little bit to do he was pretty cool huh right yeah yeah wasn't he cool I, I he don't even remember he was he the best part of the movie wasn't he I thought I thought you'd be more excited about Condiment King yeah Condiment King he was there Kite Man uh Egghead. Remember Egghead, Vincent Price? That was yeah. so good. Uh, <laughs> just, just a dude. He's just a dude with some eggs, making, causing trouble, you know? Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of some... What are some other deep cut references that... Uh, did you... What is there something you noticed that was just kind of like way in the background that they didn't bring any attention to that you thought was especially cool? Not that I can think of right now, because um, I I, I want to see this. I might see this again just because I want to catch on some of those other things that happened that I missed, mm-hmm. um, and so I can watch the beginning that I missed. Um, but yeah, just or I don't know. It's just I love, I love how much detail went into it with bringing all of that. They really kind of tried to, and, and I mean you could call this maybe a bit of a negative. I don't think it was a negative that they're trying to cram as much. Batman history into it mm-hmm. as possible, um, and I thought that was really fun and it added a lot to it for me. Don't rip my head off, but there is one thing that, as a film, like this isn't just not just as a as a comedy, but as a film, 
that Batman and Robin oh, did better than this movie. One thing. One thing. <laughs> the reasoning Every... the reasoning for Barbara Gordon to being Batwoman was way stronger in Batman and Robin. TBH. Because in this one, she just sort of gets into the costume. At least in Batman and Robin, they needed her, and like she, her services were required to save the day. But this one, she's in a matter of a scene. She's just like, "I'm Batwoman." Get out! I'm serious. No, oh, I don't care. <laughs> Call me on it. That's that's it's true. It's hundred percent. You know. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, come to think of it, that whole that arc is something that uh that I that I thought was um pretty smart, and I'm almost bummed that they. Use this and use it in this, and you can't use it in like a live action uh, one. Is uh, when Bruce goes to that party or whatever, and Barbara Gordon is like the new commissioner, and like they, oh, <laughs> Harvard for cops or Harvard for police. Remember that joke? Hmm. Where she yeah. Went to like Harvard. Yeah, that was that was yeah. funny. That's again, that's that type of humor. Um, but when she like goes on the speech and she talks about like Batman and what she say, she's like uh. Batman should be helping or something. Well, shoot, what was it? The what? Well, like when she was given the whole speech of like what she wanted to do as Batman. Okay, she. Da, 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 da. She wants to. She wants the cops to like not need Batman anymore. Or something. Yeah. I can't remember what was. It? She said something. There was something like specific that she that she said or did or something. Damn it! Now I'm not remembering it. When she's up and then she's giving the speech and she's like got the visuals behind her where she's like talk telling Batman to stop or like work within. The, oh yeah, she wants Batman to like work as a cop or like in the like directly in the system instead of acting as a rogue agent, right? Something yeah. like that. I thought that was cool. Um, I had like a kind of like a put up or shut up kind of situation that she uh, that she gave him. So that was that was clever. Um, let's see. Other than that, it was, I guess it was weird to see Voldemort uh, and the that Joker a, on the same Oh my god, I can't, believe we even, I can't believe we haven't even talked about that yet. Oh my god, the villains. The League of Villains. How freaking amazing was that? It, I, I mean. It was genius. <laughs> it's so good. They turned the, the actual Batman villains into... Uh, they turn him against the Joker and then team up the Joker with every villain in Warner Brothers movie history. And like, <laughs> oh, was it just Warner Brothers? I mean, if you think about it, because they the Eye of Sauron. Wasn't you it? have Sor- Sauron's uh, Warner Brothers, yeah, because oh, New Lord. Line, New Line is Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, so that's uh, for Warner Brothers is Voldemort, obviously. Um, and then they basically used the Jurassic Park raptors, but just didn't call them from Jurassic Park. <laughs> like, it's so great. <laughs> and I loved, I, I just love that whole concept. Like, here in the, the Phantom Zone right. is just a bunch of villains. Just hanging and out. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so great. And having yeah. Voldemort. And the best part is that Ralph uh, Ray Fiennes is in the movie and he's not playing Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm almost bummed that we're not going to be able to get him as like a live action Alfred because so, he was in this. That's that's kind of sad. Yeah, no, it's like a PR thing. They probably wouldn't be able to. But he was he was really good, and he's already done that like with the with the Emeralds in the Bond movie. Yeah. So he'd be kind of doing the same I lo- thing. I also I loved how Alfred got a Batman suit. That was so stupid. It was great. Yeah. 
it was it sure was stupid um that's that i can agree with um what else did i enjoy about this film uh what do you think about the overall message of like bruce want in a bruce and like his whole family situation i actually like that a lot i think that's actually like if you just break it down to the bare bones of that element of the story that could actually be a really good batman story and like a more serious take on it like in a comic or something i don't know um but yeah i actually like that story a lot it's, i mean we've never i mean they've dealt i mean i guess they've kind of dealt with it a little bit in like some of the movies and whatever but um and i don't know about specifically comics, academy but... award nominee batman forever but yeah oh shut the oh stop it um suicide squad oscar nominee just saying oh god <laughs> for what was it costume design or makeup or something? Like, it was like makeup or something. I don't know. God, what a should have been Star Trek Beyond. Um, no, yeah. Oh, did he get nominated with Suicide Squad? Did fuck yeah. everything. <laughs> um, they had yeah, coconut just... face. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, the whole I like that story. I think it could be uh, handled again if like in a more serious way, and I'd be all for it. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought it it was a good message, and I thought it worked, especially for like a kids movie. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> General Conan O'Brien played uh, the Riddler. That's something. That's oh, great. favorite thing about the movie. 100%. Like, the best part about this movie is that they had Billy D. Williams playing Two-Face. Yes. That, that was awesome. Yes. That was the best. That was so cool. He never like, got to do it in the original <laughs> movies. So he gets to do it in the Lego. Like, <laughs> I just imagine going back to Billy D. Williams in like 1994 or whatever, when it's like when they told him that he wasn't going to be Two Face in Batman Forever, which was a good choice at the end of the day. I would want to go back in time just to that when he found out, be like, "Don't worry, you're going to get to play Two Face in the Lego Batman movie in 2017," <laughs> and he would be like, "Shut the fuck up," you know? It'd be it'd be so cool. I love Billy D. Um, uh, let's see, any other big things that I enjoyed? Um, can you think of anything that you missed? Or that, um, any little I'm, joke or scene or vignette that you liked? I had something, but I forgot. Um, so I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I just love this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, very entertaining. I think it's yeah. All right. So final thoughts for me is that it's it's entertaining if you're a Batman fan, even if. Even if the story or the characters or nothing else works, the cognizance to uh, and the just the breadth of knowledge that it has for the Batman series is is almost reason enough to see this movie. And um, just so if if with that in mind, if you even if you go into if you go into it and say you know what I hated for some reason you just absolutely despise Lego Movie, you probably enjoy this one just for the encyclopedic kind of knowledge that they that these guys have about Batman and the the reverence in which they hold it. So um I do think I think it's a strong it's a strong to very strong movie. I'm a little cool on it, but you know, that's that's okay. And uh I'd recommend it to any ba- any and every Batman fan. So I will give it a give it a six and a half. So Josh, final thoughts um, great. I I loved it. Um I'm all in on these Lego movies. Um, I can't wait to see more. Maybe a Lego Batman too. I wouldn't mind that. Um, and yeah, it's 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 really fun. I give it an eight point five. Um, loved it. 
Nice. Uh, any final thoughts? No. No. What? Here's a trivia question for you. What is Billy D. Williams' middle name? Where does he get the D from? Without looking up. Dick? I don't know. His full name is William December Williams Jr. That is a fantastic name. That's the coolest name I've ever... William, William December, December Williams. Williams Jr. That's so cool. I didn't even know he was a junior. You see, I hate Phil. You know Philip Phillips from, like, he won American Idol or something like that? He's like a country... Yeah. yeah. I hate him for that, but I kind of... I deeply respect William, Billy D. Williams for being named William Williams Jr. That's just cool. He's so cool. Wow. A plus. He's turning 80s in April. All right, um, so I guess that'll do it for us in this special bonus episode. Uh, we'll do these every now and again. There's seems to be a lot of good movies coming out, so when we when a couple of us see them and want to chat, we'll do, see them and chat. So, until next time, Josh, take it easy. Later.